The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. With available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. What's good, everybody? We are in the friendly confines. Welcome in to your daily sports betting brand of record. We call it the early edge. We are powered, as always, by the almighty sports line, the best value in all sports betting. And it's not close now. Coming off a pretty good day at the brand on Thursday. The only idiot, me. West Virginia, what are you doing? Utah State, what are you doing? But I felt a little bit better last night when Arizona busted my bracket and everybody else's. But here in the early edge universe, oh, EC, that's all I needed. And he's somewhere. I think he's going to show up, but he has been non-existent. But as you know, we are very, very busy every single day. We've got multiple shows for you later today, Early Edge and 5 at 4 p.m. Eastern time. We'll break down everything evening games with A.B. and the crew. But you guys know what day it is. You guys know what time it is. Oh, it is that time. You set your alarm to it. You look forward to this day. It is time for Big Pick Energy Friday. Let's go! Everybody is... Oh, well, not everybody is moving this morning. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time ever on Big Pick Energy Friday, live from Nashville, Tennessee, the penthouse level, M squared, that dancing, amazing, amazing. Absolutely amazing, Coach. Uh, You look fired up to be here for sure. Um, You know... A little scheduling mix up. I, you know, Eastern time zone is a thing. I got my coffee here. I noted that Chip was on the show. So we went with the decaf today because Chip <laughs> supplies all the energy anyway. But we're here, we're fired up. I'm ready for this tournament. Let's go. Oh, day, day two of March Madness. We're fired up the year here as well. Now, somebody in the chat, oh, Allison says, see as golf has been on fire. Counselor, good morning, sir. Good morning. Yeah, the golf has been good. It's going good so far. It's going well so far. Uh, you know, we were pretty Tommy Fleetwood intensive, so hope he, he hope he can finish it off. We have him as an outright. We have him in two of my four matchups, and of course, I have him as a top 20 as well. So hopefully golf stays hot. Hopefully the college basketball stays hot because it's been a nice run. And I don't want to pat myself on the back, but this week everybody said, Coach, Ben on? What are you talking about? Guess who's right at the top of the leaderboard, ladies and gentlemen? Ben on and Tommy Fleetwood. Now, finally, he is the reason this show was invented. He is the one, the only, Chip 
Patterson. Good morning, Chip. Good morning, Coach. Good morning, M Squared. Good morning, Sia. Good morning, Early Edge fam. Coming to you live from Stanford, Connecticut. Just a hop, skip, and a jump away from the CBS Sports HQ studios where I will be all day till the close of business, breaking down all the action. And I got to tell you, from scenes from the office yesterday, a whole bullpen, newsroom going nuts, and all I'm thinking about is M Squared on CBS Sports HQ telling you to lay those points with San Diego State as that man went to the free throw line, <laughs> and it was never a doubt. Burying everybody who was on the other side of that one. So, I mean, it's just... Uh, an electric day in college basketball and in sports in general. And I love to be able to look ahead with everybody here. And we're going to do that. But real quickly, just five seconds, which was a bigger, not surprise, but shock, Arizona or the way Virginia ended their season? Mikey, go. Ooh, uh, I mean, I, 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 they're both surprising. I'm going to say Virginia still, though, only because of the player who actually made the mistake and the way he made the mistake. Ooh. Going into the corner, not calling timeout, not hitting the open teammate first. Um, yeah, just guy's got a wealth of experience. What is he, like 23 years old at that point, too? Uh, I, I can't believe that that happened to Virginia. See ya. Your thoughts? Yeah, initially I would say Arizona just because I had them going far in my bracket as well. But, yeah, the, for UVA especially, such a well-coached team and such an experienced player to make a mistake like that, it's just huge. And, honestly, I feel for the kid because – that's something he's going to hold on to, unfortunately, for quite some time. But terrible, terrible way to loss. I'll go with UVA as well. All right, Chip. So the great note there, uh, Kihei Clark, the player who made the mistake, if you remember back to that crazy ending against Purdue in 2019 when Virginia won the national championship, he was a freshman on that team. He chased down a loose ball, got it to Mamadi Diakite to be able to get the bucket, the crazy ending that kept Virginia moving, and now another not quite loose ball but hectic situation. And instead of making the right play, he makes the wrong play. Absolutely mind-blowing, but – that's not my answer because Virginia was a four seed last year, lost to a 13. They're a four seed this year, lost to a 13. Virginia has not even won an NCAA tournament game since cutting down the nets in 2019. It's got to be Arizona. And for me, it's the big picture stuff because now we've got a Tommy Lloyd problem. It's unfair. He's only been the head coach there for two years, but that team looked poorly coached. Oh, for their last seven, two for their last 11, just completely crumbled in the final minutes. Credit to Princeton. But Arizona laid that game on the table and would not take it away. That is not a good sign moving forward for the Wildcats. A lot of frustration out in Tucson. Great takes from all three of you. Boy, just bananas all day yesterday. And I think today we're going to see more of the same. Now, if you haven't seen this video, this was incredible. So yesterday, one of the number one seeds was Alabama. They were laying, <laughs> they were laying 23 and a half. They were up 24 against Texas A&M Corpus Christi. And there's this video on Twitter where this kid clearly had bet on Alabama. This kid walks in and goes, hey, be quiet. We're up 23 and a half. We're getting ready to cover. They're dribbling out the game. The kid goes and grabs the ball. His coach is telling him not to shoot. And he hits a three at the buzzer to go under the spread. It's an amazing video, but it leads us into our first marquee matchup of the day. There are several double-digit seeds that are playing today, so that's where we are going to start with our marquee matchup. So Purdue is laying 23. Gonzaga, 16. I like Grand Canyon. I like the over in that game. Marquette, 10.5 over Vermont, and Xavier, 12.5 over Kennesaw State. Chip, let's start with you. Favorites were crushed yesterday. Double-digit favorites were crushed yesterday. Will that reverse trend today? 
Well, there's one that I'm supremely confident that will cover, and it is that glorious mustache, Drew Timmy and Gonzaga, going up against Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon just ain't it. They weren't even the best team in their own conference this year. The Bulldogs, if you go back over the last six weeks, have been one of the best teams in the country. I am most confident in Gonzaga covering, and I'll give you another note here. I am least confident in Xavier covering. They've got the early tip out in Greensboro against a Kennesaw State team making its first NCAA tournament appearance. They are a group that I think is going to be a well-represented. You know, going from Kennesaw to Greensboro, it's manageable. I think the students will go, families, friends. It, it will be a live atmosphere for Sean Miller's crew. Might be a little bit tougher. So most confident in Gonzaga, least confident in Xavier. Counselor, go. Yeah, I'll go Marquette minus 10 and a half. This one's a tough one. I, I actually thought about Xavier here, but it's going to be Marquette. They were clearly the best team in the Big East, really, by any measure you, you can make, including just being the Big East champions. And I just think they're going – they're such a gritty team. I think they're going to play floor-to-floor the entire 40 minutes, and, and I don't think they're going to let up. And that's sort of just that Big East Marquette mentality. So I think they end up pulling away from Vermont. Mikey, I know that if Sportsline fans, they've enjoyed your simulations all year long. They get them early. They get them every single day. What is the lab telling us on these double-digit favorites? Uh, there's a couple of them here to, to note. Uh, you know, the computer doesn't love Gonzaga covering. I, as someone who watches the game a lot uh, and obviously built the model, I still think that they have a good shot at covering the 16. Uh, I think that they probably win that one by 25. Uh, the games that I think are fascinating are clearly the other two that are closest to the, you know, that 10 number. It's going to be Marquette. They're playing Vermont. That one, I've got an edge on Vermont. I liked it a heck of a lot better at 11 and a half than I do at 10 and a half. I think it's an interesting live bet opportunity as well. Uh, it, it projects relatively similar to some of the games that we saw yesterday. Um, and then on the Xavier side, I have a little bit of an edge on Xavier covering. I make that line closer to 14, uh, but I am very worried about the early start time there. Another game I think is an interesting live betting opportunity. I would love to find Xavier at four and a half or five and a half, try to keep that under two full possessions. Uh, I think because of the early start time and the way that they start games sometimes, I think that that will happen. Uh, but I do expect Xavier to make the necessary adjustments at halftime and pull away in that one. So I'll be looking to do that more so than anything. Uh, if I had to play one to cover, though, I think I would play Xavier to cover first. And if I had to pick one to get upset in terms of at least on the spread, uh, I do like Vermont. Um, again, hopefully you're getting 11 and a half or more. Uh, so look for that early in that game if you can try and get that number up to 14, 15. Yeah, you heard Mikey say, too, the NCAA tournament literally was made for live betting. Follow <laughs> Mikey. Follow the counselor. These are two of the best live betters that we have, period, end of story. All right. Now, we also believe here in the early edge universe that everything doesn't have to be serious. You can have fun bets. It's allowed. So I put together three different parlays. And, gentlemen, I want you to rate them best to worst in your mind. So a little plus 200, a little money line. We're calling this the EC special. By the way, has anybody seen EC since last night? I, yeah, I, I didn't think so either. All right, so we're going to go TCU, Kentucky, and Creighton. You put those three together, plus 200. Or UConn, spread minus nine. Marquette minus 10 and a half, that you just heard little differing opinions. Or Indiana money line, Memphis money line, St. Mary's money line, plus 300. See, I'm going to start with you. Which one do you like the best? 
I love what you put together because two of my picks today are actually involved in, in these parlays. So I'll tell you, my favorite one is the one that's closest to the, I mean, the shortest odds is plus 200. It's TCU money line, Kentucky money line and Creighton money line. And I'll tell you, one of my picks against the spread is one of these games. And I was actually considering both Kentucky and Creighton against the spread. So, and I do like TCU today. So I think plus 200 is a pretty great number. If I'm ranking second place, it's going to be that third one at plus 300 with, with those money line plays. And I'll tell you, one of my other picks is against the spread in one of those three plays. So spoiler alert there, but I'm not going to tell you what, which it is right now. And then I actually like the Marquette and UConn one against the spread, but those are two pretty big numbers. It is March Madness. So I'd probably rank that third. Okay, very good. Chip, what say you? I say the number one is going to be UConn minus nine and Marquette minus ten and a half. Uh, I think UConn is absolutely going to steamroll Iona. This is going to be a spot where we know that Rick Pitino is going to be a head coach in the Big East, and that's a very fun narrative, but there's such a big difference between these two ball clubs. And Marquette minus ten and a half by the end of 40 minutes should be covering. If you want to dance on a little Vermont first half, I don't hate that, but that is my favorite, and here is why. TCU, that is a team that is going to be going up against an Arizona State team that is white hot. And in 10 of the last 12 years, we've seen a team from the first four go on to win its first round game. That is the one that concerns me there, but that is my second place. And then my third place is this three-legger right here because Indiana seems like a real boomer bust proposition. I feel like they could win by 20 or I feel like they could lose outright. St. Mary's is another team that I think is really going to be disrupted offensively by some of the pressure. We saw Gonzaga do a lot of pressure for St. Mary's and they were really thrown off by it. We saw BYU do a lot of full court pressure and they were thrown off by it. And then finally, the reason why this is third is that Memphis FAU game is the best game of the day. A true coin flip in the way that I look at it. And I don't want a coin flip in my parlay. So that's why it's my third place. Could not said it any better. Do not want a coin flip in my parlay. That's not why you make parlays. Now, Mikey, I'm coming to you last. Give these three a look. And I know you've been targeting in some way, shape, or form. Indiana, talk to me. Yeah, look, I love Indiana today. Uh, easily one of my favorite plays of the tournament. If you followed on Sportsline, it was one of the first things I put in last Sunday, um, you know, with all my other picks for the opening round. Uh, so I'm not going to go that direction, though, because I am a little worried about the Memphis game. I, I think that that Memphis FAU game is definitely a tricky one to call. Uh, that that little parlay over there, having teams like Indiana and Memphis, you, you mentioned the variance in college basketball. No better examples right there. Both of those teams can easily lose their games today. Both of those teams have the raw talent to go to the Final Four, and, and they can mm -hmm. definitely get there. Um, they've got NBA prospects on the floor. They're, they're very talented basketball teams. Um I love Indiana, but I'm not going to go that way. So if I had to pick one of these, it would be the first one at plus 200. Uh, I like Creighton to get the job done. I like Kentucky. I think that they are in that same boat with Indiana and Memphis. I think that they're an incredibly dangerous team if you get them a win here in this opening round matchup. Easier said than done. Providence incredible at the free throw line and getting to the free throw line. That's critical in these games. So I'm going to go with that one. Uh, however, I, I think that TCU could be on upset alert as well. All right. All right. By the way, the, the, the chat is talking about first half unders and yesterday, amazing grace on early edge at five hit that first half under in the Tennessee game. How about this stat from my man, Daniel in the chat? He said first half overs went five and one involving number one and number two seeds. First half unders were nine and one on any game with a three seed or higher. Thank you, Daniel, for that Chick-fil-A nugget of the day. That is a really good nugget to have on the show. So thank you.
All right, our third and final marquee matchup of the day looks like this. We talked about Virginia. We talked about Arizona. So today, what's going to be the biggest bracket upset on the board? Here are six games that we have targeted. We saw Madness on Thursday. Who could be going home early today? Counselor, let's start with you. Yeah, this one's tough, but I, I think probably uh, UCSB over Baylor. I think that would be the one where I'd go. And it's it's mostly because we see so many lapses with Baylor uh, it, offensively and defensively. And I think UCSB is one of those teams that could surprise them. Chip? Uh, I'm going to follow right there because we're talking about, you know, the biggest seeding upset and 14 over three would be absolutely massive. And here's uh, the way that I look at this. Baylor went 0-3 to Iowa State. Iowa State plays with a slow pace, and they did, they're did. they obviously excellent defensively. I think they're a better defensive team than UCSB, but there's something that they did that really disrupted what Baylor does. They were sending extra defenders, that LJ Cryer, Keontae George, that Adam Flagler, and really disrupting a lot of what Baylor wants to do offensively. I think the slow pace, I think UCSB can take some of that same Iowa State blueprint to disrupt a lot of Baylor's rhythm, and Baylor's been just really bad defensively. Rank outside top the, the top 100 in defensive efficiency so that's the one that i definitely have my eye on mike are you gonna make it three for three or are you going somewhere else yeah it's gonna be three for three here um i, I think that they're baylor probably still finds a way to win this game uh i, I think this game they, they might even cover the spread it might be the classic game where they are not covering the spread for all but two minutes of it and, and they finally pull away in the in the final minutes but i i think it's baylor here uh you know i played the under in this game i'm not gonna have a pick on the show today i'll talk about it if you're on Sportsline, i put this pick up on sunday we played under 144 and a half it's come down to 142 141 and a half in a few places that's just enough to where i wouldn't recommend jumping in at that point uh but what we're expecting here teams to play slow um, and I think that this U, uh, UCSB team is going to be competitive at times. So if I had to pick one here, um, I think it would be Baylor. I'm interested in Vermont, but only in the first half. Quick chat question. Uh, Mikey, are you interested in USC in the first half? USC in the first half. Um, I believe I'm on the other side of that. I mean, I'm not playing it. I, I believe my computer is on the other side of that one. I think it likes Michigan State. That game should be in standard definition. In, <laughs> in, in a world where everybody is shooting threes and getting layups and modern basketball, I tell you what, USC and Michigan State still love the mid-range games, so shout out. Let's put that one in SD, the only game that we can watch at once. We need the voiceover guy in a world. <laughs> what you find it, Mikey? Real quick, yeah, right? I've got Michigan State minus two and a half in that game is where the computer makes it. Uh, my total is one thirty six. Okay, very good, great information from all three. By the way, if you're wondering, I'm going to go with VCU over St. Mary's. I watched VCU all last week on CBS Sports Network. Synergy, and they played great. If they can play like that, they can beat St. Mary's. They can't. I'm not saying they will. But that would be my pick of those six early games. And remember, we'll go over all the evening games on Early Edge and 5 today with AB and the crew. All right. Now, you know you can keep track of everything, all the highlights, all the news, everything on CBS Sports HQ. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
from the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast ebay motors is here for the ride remember when you first saw the potential and then through some elbow grease fresh installs and a whole lot of love you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So here's what we're going to do. All three of us that are normally on Big Pick Energy Friday have multiple picks in the show. So we're going to go over each one. Then we're going to go to Mikey and get his reaction to our picks because he is our resident genius. Are you guys cool with that? Yeah, of course. 100%. All right, let's do it. I think it'll be a cool way to to do it, and everybody will love it at home. All right, so where do I start today? Well, with all due respect to Chip, my man Sia has been on fire. So, counselor, you, sir, you're up first. All right, I've got three plays for you, and one of them is golf. One of them is the Valspar Championship. So this is a bet from DraftKings. You might be able to find this somewhere else, so, so take a look. If you go in DraftKings and you click under Round Matchups, you're going to find the following matchup. It's Garrick Higo versus Martin Laird. It's minus 140. You guys know, or ladies and gentlemen, you know if you watch this show, it's very rare that I'm giving a golf bet that's minus 140. But I like this one enough to actually lay the juice. Garrick Higo is really emerging as of late. And yesterday, he was a really good golfer, too. On the other hand, Martin Laird really hasn't been good, isn't a very good course fit here, especially because his putter is just so dreadful. But he also was really bad yesterday. He was way over par. And Higo is very much in this tournament. So I like Garrick Higo over Martin Laird. But she didn't want just golf bets, right? I got a couple basketball bets, too. So try to find that bet. If you have questions about Higo versus somebody else, so sometimes people DM me and whatnot. I'm happy to, to answer those if I'm around. Because, again, in these golf bets, especially on Thursday and Friday, at different sites, you get different matchups, whereas Saturday and Sunday, it's usually fairly consistent. Okay, Kentucky, minus four against Providence. This is one of those cases, and I make this argument a lot, and it's been very successful lately. 
I like Kentucky minus four because I think these teams are headed in opposite directions. Kentucky's been rolling teams in the SEC outside of two losses to Vanderbilt, and Vanderbilt's an okay team. But other than that, uh, over the last 30 days, they won at Mississippi State. Uh, They beat the Volunteers. They beat Florida. They beat Auburn. They beat Arkansas. Like They are beating very good teams. Providence, on the other hand, losers of four of five. And for the record, their one win was against Georgetown. Georgetown, who won two Big East games this year and zero Big East games last year. The the last two games that Providence played, Seton Hall blew them out. And UConn kind of blew them out. They only ended up winning by seven, but they were up 16 at halftime. So Providence is showing up to these games, and they're either figured out or they're out of gas or they're just not as good as we thought. So I think Providence is in a tough spot on a negative trajectory where we have Kentucky in a pretty positive trajectory here. Kentucky also getting some guys back. Uh, I'm not really worried about the Bryce Hopkins narrative, the re- the revenge narrative. He, of course, was on Kentucky last year. He transferred to Providence. I just don't – I think Bryce Hopkins is just a guy. I think he's good, but I, I think Kentucky can handle him uh, quite easily. So I think Kentucky pulls away here, minus four. The next bet, Memphis, minus two over FAU. This one's going to be a little controversial, okay, because there's a lot of sharp money on FAU. And I've been betting against sharp money the last two weeks. It really hasn't hurt me too bad. In fact, I think I've won every single bet. Uh, that that sharp money was, was going against me. I'm going to take Memphis minus two. FAU, really good in Conference USA, really good out of conference, but it's a different ball game when you're playing Memphis, who has played AAC teams, American Athletic Conference, and played them really well, winning nine of the last 11 games. Their two losses were against Houston, and by the way, they have a win against Houston in that stretch as well. They've also been really good out of conference. So this is a very tested team, whereas FAU out of conference, they really haven't done anything. So a bunch of wins. They piled them up in Conference USA. It doesn't really impress me too much. I really like Memphis's senior leadership. I like their talent. I like their out-of-conference stuff. I think this line should be really minus four, minus four and a half, to be honest with you. I could not agree more. This is a perfect situation about a team that's on fire for a month, but all the Smart people on all the different networks. Oh, if you look at their, no, 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 no. But it doesn't matter what I think. It matters what M squared thinks. <laughs> Mikey, your first recap here on Big Pick Energy Friday. What'd you make of uh, the three picks from, from Sia? Uh, I do love Garrett Kigo. I think this is a great spot for him. I actually played him in DFS this week. Uh, single digit ownership. He is lighting it up so far in terms of the, at least making the cut, which is what we care about most uh, over in DFS. So I do agree with fading Martin Laird. But as far as Higo, love the way he's off, uh, off the uh, off the tee and on the approach, gaining strokes there, not really losing on the putting surface. Really like him there. Uh, as far as the basketball. I lean Kentucky's way. Um, If you can grab four, get four. I I make the game 4.7. I have a little bit bigger of a lean on the under, but the market has moved down to the point where I didn't quite get a play on it. I make the number down to 139. What's fascinating about Kentucky and Providence, neither team really plays with pace. Uh, Around 200th in the country. Um, Free throw shooting is potentially the difference there. Kentucky has struggled a little bit at times, uh, rating 250th in the country in free throw shooting. This is a time of year where you've got to make them. Providence, they their only goal really is to get to the foul line. If they're able to do that with success early and often, this game's going to be a one-possession game at the end. Uh, I do think Kentucky is the better team, though, by a pretty considerable margin. As far as Memphis FAU, uh, I would be a lot wealthier if I knew how to predict this game. <laughs> I would make <laughs> uh, I think this game is tough to call. I, I really do. And the thing that's crazy about it is we're going to see so many reactions immediately following this game. There are scenarios where Memphis wins this game by 20 points. Like mm-hmm. there, that, that definitely 
definitely exists. There's also the scenario where FAU wins this game by three to four points. I don't see the scenario where FAU wins this game by double digits. I personally don't see that happening, but I could see it happening the other way around just based on the talent that's on the floor. So I've got no play in the game. I'm going to watch it. Um, I love Sia. I love everyone on the show. You could pay me to bet that game. I'll watch it. I'll enjoy it. But I want no part of putting money on that game personally. I'm already liking doing the show this way. I love yeah. this. I love this a lot. Uh, by the way, uh, Big Cheesy says, where's the highlights of Mikey and Coach on the HQ promo? We could say the same with Chip. You say the same with Sia. I got to make a call today. He's absolutely right. We've been dominating HQ this week. And you'll be on when this morning, Mikey? Uh, 11.15 Eastern. 11, Not 10-15 Eastern. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was a little bit of a surprise, but a great surprise for us. All right, I'm a little bit nervous, I'll be honest with you, because now Mikey's going to get to break down my picks. I'm going to go three. I'll make it very, very quick. Iowa State minus four and a half. They're just a better team than Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh played well in the first half of the conference season, not so much lately. So I love the Cyclones there. Then UConn minus nine. You heard Chip say it. They're going to roll Iona. Rick Pitino's already got one foot out the door. UConn rolls by 20. Then my man got him picks, or could be a lady too, over on Creighton. Bet the wife and kids. I agree with you. This is one of the first best bets I wrote down on Monday or Tuesday. NC State. Creighton over 149. Both play incredibly fast. Both have good offenses. They have good players. They have guys inside. They run with pace. I love this number at 149. Okay, Mikey, be gentle. Be gentle. <laughs> no, I think they're good. Um, I, the only one that I'll, I'll throw some caution to is the second one on the over. Uh, it's just a big number when it comes to March. Uh, slow starts yeah. can definitely happen. You actually tweeted about it yesterday, Coach. You will so frequently see a team uh, pump the brakes in the final five minutes of these games pretty, pretty significantly. Um, so that's the only issue I have there is the – I make that total 146, I believe, would be a lean towards the under. Uh, but I, I do think it's a great in-game candidate. I, I think that that game, out of all the games today, other than maybe Gonzaga and Grand Canyon, that game probably has the biggest in-game swings and live totals. Uh, out there because those two teams can absolutely play an 80 to 80 game. They can definitely play a 65, 60 game as well. Um, so I, I would watch it. That's the only one I personally wouldn't jump on uh, the over at that number just yet. All right. To Mikey's point too, if you're going to bet live, I cannot emphasize this enough because there's so many of you new betters out there. You come in during March Madness. You have to watch the game live. If you don't, if you're just looking at your sports book for a number to pop up, it, it'll be a disaster you got to watch the game live. All right. <clears throat> Chip, you know it's your spot on Fridays, so give it to me, and uh, then Mikey's going to break it down. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> listen, this is, uh, this is a great lesson. You know, sometimes you need to know, you know, as you are maturing in this life, in this world, don't take the candy. There could be better options out there. <laughs> and you're going to be tempted to go and take Drake. You're going to know that Norshad Omier, one of the best post defenders for Miami, rolled his ankle in the ACC tournament. He did practice. You know, we always want to share news and the latest updates as well. But instead, I need to take you to something that doesn't even rely on Omier's uh, status. We are going to go to the Miami Drake over 146. So let's start with the Miami side of thing. Jordan Miller, he's a bucket. You know, you got <laughs> Nigel Pack. He's a bucket. You got Isaiah Wong, and he is a bucket. And... <laughs> 
they're going up against a Drake team that has a player who could be playing at the major conference level. His name is Tucker DeVries. He was the player of the year in the conference last year, and he had scholarship offers to Iowa State, Florida, and others. Now, why did he go to Drake as the highest rated prospect to ever sign with Drake? His dad's the coach. So we've got a player who should not be in this conference at this level, and I think that he's going to have a big day. I think Drake can score as well because over the last six weeks, Miami's defense has been absolutely brutal, particularly on the interior. If you just look at the last six weeks, it's about an 11-game sample size. Miami ranks outside of the top 330 of 363 Division I teams in effective field goal percentage defense. They rank outside of the top 330 of 363 Division I teams in two-point defense. Teams are spreading them out and getting behind the defense and getting good looks at the rim. They have given, if you just want to go like simple regular numbers, Miami has given up 74 points or more in seven of the last 11. So I really like, instead of trying to get Drake or instead of trying to trust Miami, I really like going over the total in this one. I'll go quickly with the next ones because we have discussed some of it. Uh, I like UC Santa Barbara plus the 10 and a half. I think there's a blueprint to beat Baylor. I think Iowa State has put it out there. And this is another team in Baylor where the defense has been really bad. I think that the Gauchos, who we saw uh, put a real scare in a major conference opponent a couple years ago, are going to be able to do that once again. Again, their pace can be able to slow things down, get Baylor out of rhythm. I like Mikey's call on the under. And then finally, Kennesaw State plus 12 and a half. Uh, I just I loved watching this team in the Atlantic Sun tournament. Uh, I think that Abdur Rahim has done a fantastic job with this squad. They've got a lot of minutes continuity. Uh, and they've got a lot of senior leadership, meaning that this group has been together building to this point. It's the early tip in Greensboro. I would not be surprised if a Xavier team that lost to DePaul, if a Xavier team that lost to Butler, that lost to Villanova, might have enough spurts in this game where they're just not sharp that we can stay inside this number. I'm glad you mentioned that it was the first game out of the gate because how many times have we seen 12-15, fans are still filing in. you got five or ten minutes where – there's really not a lot of energy, and that can be a spot for a big-time underdog to really show up. All right, Mikey, got the three picks. Your thoughts? Yeah, start with the uh, the over in the Miami game. This one is fascinating. I definitely don't play the under in this one. I, I make the number, like, right at 147. Um, what's interesting, though, you, you hear me talk, whether it's here or on HQ, I, I put a ton of emphasis on free-throw shooting at this time of the year. Not only free throw shooting, but just how often can you get to the free throw line? When you look at Drake and Miami, these are two of the best free throw shooting teams left in the tournament here. We're talking 78% uh, on both sides. That rakes top 15 all of college basketball. Certainly going to make them two of the better teams that are remaining here. Uh, what is going to be key and what I want you to watch for if you are live betting this game or want to live bet it. The thing about the Miami side is Miami has been very good at not fouling. Uh, one of the top 20 teams in the country at defensive free throw rate, meaning they're not putting the opponents on the line very often. If you see a game that is getting a lot of foul calls early in this game, or you see a game that is chippy in any way, you can start to look for things. That is what's going to change things drastically. If they're putting Drake on the free throw line, this game should sail to the over uh, just because of how well Drake shoots free throws. As far as the other games here, I Kennesaw State, I think they're very live to cover the spread. Uh, you know, here I'm going to be on HQ in about 35, 40 minutes. I'm giving Kennesaw State as a first half play. Uh, I found it last night at seven and a half. It is down to seven now in the first half. I lean to that just a touch more because I do think 
that Xavier will make the adjustments at halftime potentially. And, and that final two minutes is where they kind of exert their dominance. But I do like Chip's lean on the early start time, the veteran leadership of that team. I think they can be within three possessions uh, at the halftime buzzer. And then the other one um, is the Baylor game. I, I totally agree there. I think Baylor's definitely on upset alert in terms of covering the spread. I think that they'll eke out a win. Uh, I think that's kind of what they do there but would not shock me at all if they find themselves tied at halftime in a very similar situation to what we saw at a Houston last night where they ultimately pull away, maybe win by that nine to 12 point margin, but the game will certainly have been in doubt at some point. Just for the record, everybody at home, nine breakdowns for Mikey on the spot. Nine, <laughs> nine. Educating, it's, it's that time of year, man. You've got to have it ready to go. I mean, this, no is, this is what we prepare for. Eric in the chat says, you don't get this stuff nowhere else. Eric, we agree. This is, I say it all the time, levels to this game. And we are at the top of the level, but we include you. We don't think we're better than you. We want you to be a part of us. Now, I've got one more thing that I need to address. But before I do that, we have a really big conference that we need to talk about. And I got to pay these gentlemen one more time. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, so (laughs) I love when you play the trumpet, Chip. All right, so as you guys know, here in the Early Edge universe, we kind of throw our money around back and forth. We beat each other up a little bit because it's excellence against excellence. And yesterday, I lost a showdown to Sia. Everybody knows it. Happy to do it. But Sia, when I have a man named David in the chat that's challenging my manhood, who's coming after me, and all he's bringing with him is a water gun called Pittsburgh, it almost seems too easy so david i got your question i see you and you asked me the question am i in or out see can you do me the honors please play the music so david all i need for you to do son because i'm easy to find I'm easy to find. I need you to write your Venmo into that chat. I need your Twitter handle. And if I lose, I will send you $100 cold hard cash. If you lose, oh, best believe, I will DM you my Venmo, which many, many people have and have used (laughs) regrettably. And David, you will be the next. Oh, it feels so good. One last thing before we get to our recap. We like to end our specialty shows. We're doing everything different today. What's the number one most important thing you're looking forward to for these, these games today? 
just today. Mikey, start us off. Uh, for me, it's Gonzaga. <laughs> they need to come out and win, put on a performance here. I, I have them in, in so many different ways uh, in futures and, and things like that. So it, it's going to be Gonzaga. Um, other than that, I think it's NC State Creighton as well. Um, I think that game impacts probably a ton of people's brackets. I think a lot of people want to bet on Creighton in certain situations as well. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's uh, – for me, it's Gonzaga in that region. I, I think that they're poised for a little bit of a run in a very difficult region of the bracket. And then I'm very interested in uh, Creighton and um, NC State. All right. See ya. What say you? Yeah, for me, it's it's the sharp money follow because since the beginning of March, I've been betting against sharp money pretty often. And it's actually it's it's panned out pretty well uh, it, since March 1st. Uh, my record is 24 and four. Now, granted, a lot of those are golf bets from the early wedge and, and from the early edge. But a lot of those are college basketball bets where I'm actually fading the sharp money. So when I see Memphis minus two over FAU and I see FAU getting sharp money, I just want to see if this trend continues where the sharp money is a little bit off. And I know Chip said this is a coin flip. I think it's a one-sided coin. I think Memphis is, is just too good for FAU. So I recommend everybody to put on their blue suede shoes and board the plane, touch down in the land of the Delta Blues in the middle of the pouring rain. Take Memphis. I'm walking in it. Ma'am, I am tonight. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Talk to me. Talk uh, listen, to me. I, this is an in-game wrinkle, a great thing to look at if you're going to be live betting. It is Memphis FAU. It is the game of the day. FAU has a rotation that runs like eight, nine deep. And Dusty May, one of the reasons they've been able to win 31 games is these line change substitutions, playing with a little bit of tempo, shooting a ton of threes. And they've got like four different guys who all shoot around 40% from behind the arc. But when you're doing those line change substitutions, sometimes what happens is you get a duck. Y'all know about ducks? Because ducks are defensive liabilities. Ducks are players who might be able to shoot 40% from three but can't stay in front of Memphis guard Kendrick Davis, who can't be able to body up against 26-year-old DeAndre Williams with 19 years of college basketball experience. So as you're watching this, RFAU's threes starting to fall, and has Penny Hardaway identified the duck? Because I tell you, there are players in this FAU rotation who are fine going up against Conference USA competition, but going up against this Memphis team with the talent that they have are going to be defensive liabilities. So when you're watching the game, see if Penny has found the duck on FAU. It doesn't get any better than that. Grab your paper. Grab your pencil. Here's the recap, courtesy of the snake on the ones and the twos. The counselor, this is a round two matchup starting in just a couple of hours, so get it in. Garrick Higo over Martin Laird, then two plays for March Madness, Memphis minus two. Kentucky minus four, then Chip, Miami Drake. Let's go over 146. UCSB plus 10.5. Kennesaw State plus 12.5. And, and then if you're going to cash with me, you're going to deal with these three games. Iowa State laying the four and a half. Oh, sorry, David. Daryl. Denton, whatever your name is, it doesn't matter. You're going to pay me. NC State, Creighton over 149. UConn rolls over Iona, minus nine. And then the maestro, he's always got to get on the show, doesn't he? Well, this is going to be a banger, but I love VCU today, too. Plus three and a half. And the incredible analysis from Mikey M squared, the absolute very best. Gentlemen, great job by you. Great big pick energy Friday. Do not forget, everybody in the chat right now, over 1,200 people today. Are you serious? Thank you very much. For all of you who are new, thank you very much. Become a Sportsline member. It's not 1,000, not five, ten 10 bucks a month. We're growing the family. 
and we're doing it together. So with all that being said, there's only one thing left to do. And I believe you all know what that is. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these tickets straight to the pay window. For my entire crew, love them all. M Square, the Cows, Chip, Snake, AB, everybody check. Everybody. And can we have a very quick moment of silence for EC? There's only one show you even need to worry about. We like to call it The Early Edge. Good luck. New CBS Sunday. You collect rewards, right? This is how I make my living. When something is lost, everyone's looking for something. He finds it. You strong swimmer? So-so. So-so. So-so's okay. Justin Hartley stars. I survive. You make quick, smart decisions and you never let panic take the wheel. Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool. Tracker. New Sunday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus.